this November. Harry, God has chosen you to have a son. The king of all kings. The greatest story ever told. Can we? Can we? Is now an epic Christmas musical for the whole family. You truly believe that this child is the chosen one. What is his name? Jesus. Journey to Bethlehem. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. In theaters everywhere November 10. Soundtrack also available. Get tickets now at journeytobethlehem.com. The summer of 2024 will mark the 80th anniversary of the liberation of Europe, D-Day. But what happened in the hours leading up to the invasion in London from Churchill and Eisenhower's perspective? How did the troops feel as they crossed the channel from Portsmouth to Normandy? And what was it like liberating the City of Light, Paris? We will retrace these steps in June of 2024, and on July 4th, stand in the American Cemetery and honor those who fell. Would you join us? We have only limited seats available. Kevin McCullough asking you to personally come. Colette handles the details like flights, most meals, hotels, and local experiences. Your job is to just have the time of your life. So go to thatkevintour.com and check out the trip for yourself. Thatkevintour.com. Thatkevintour.com. Or call 1-800-581-8942 or thatkevintour.com. Available now from Dynamis Books, Wounded Tiger by T. Martin Bennett, the compelling true redemption story of Mitsuo Fujita, the Japanese pilot who led the surprise attack on Pearl Harbor in World War II. Wounded Tiger is a thoroughly researched account that reads like a novel, an immersive experience with more than 300 photos, including historical archives, maps, personal letters, and official documents. Wounded Tiger by T. Martin Bennett from Dynamis Books, available in stores and online now. Go to WoundedTiger.com now to read the first chapters for free. A young mother labeled impure, a shepherd boy considered unclean. Experience Jesus' birth through their eyes this season with Christmas with the Chosen, Holy Night. The specially remastered story is only in theaters from December 12th to 17th, including a never-before-seen performance from Andrea and Matteo Bocelli, seven musical performances, and two new monologues. Christmas with the Chosen, Holy Night, is the perfect way to celebrate the hope and joy of Christmas. Learn more at fathomevents.com. Most anticipated rock holiday tradition returns. Trans-Siberian Orchestra, live in concert. Coming to a city near you. A legendary blend of rock, classical, and holiday music for the entire family. Don't miss Trans-Siberian Orchestra, live in concert. The Ghosts of Christmas Eve. Go to TSOTickets.com for info. This November, Harry, God has chosen you to have a son, the king of all kings. The greatest story ever told can we, can we is now an epic Christmas musical for the whole family. You truly believe that this child is the chosen one. What is his name? Jesus. Journey to Bethlehem. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. In theaters everywhere November 10. Soundtrack also available. Get tickets now at journeytobethlehem.com. A young mother labeled impure. A shepherd boy considered unclean. Experience Jesus' birth through their eyes this season with Christmas with the Chosen, Holy Night. 
The specially remastered story is only in theaters from December 12th to 17th, including a never-before-seen performance from Andrea and Matteo Bocelli, seven musical performances, and two new monologues. Christmas with the Chosen, Holy Night, is the perfect way to celebrate the hope and joy of Christmas. Learn more at FathomEvents.com. The Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. Uh, Kevin McCullough, and here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Obliterating confusion. Amplifying truth. And pursuing clarity. Kevin McCullough, now. All right, we've got a lot to get to, including the latest uh, from the headlines, which we will uh, tear apart in this way. We will see what is happening. We will figure out uh, why it is so important, and we'll try to apply how it matters to us in our daily lives. That's all straight ahead. Kevin McCullough, we get started right now. There were another couple of Israeli hostages released, uh, Hamas pressed for a one one more day extension in the current ceasefire and one of those uh, that were released is a young woman who we believe uh, probably was forced to make a statement on behalf of Hamas while in captivity and there's discussion as to whether or not it was done under duress or not I think it's very simple you ask her if she says it was then it was uh, we'll get to that in just a second. But while this was going on, while the Israeli hostages were being released, these uh, this pair of girls, uh, in Israel itself, in Jerusalem, two Hamas terrorists opened fire at a bus stop, killed three Israelis, injured another 11 before they were shot dead by the IDF themselves. These were guys that had come in uh, expressly on behalf of Hamas to create trouble and to kill Jews, to kill Israelis, to kill as many people as they could, because that's what they believe they're doing in the name of their great faith. I'm starting to lose patience with the idiots that want to somehow equivocate that there are two sides that have comparable worldviews on each side of this equation. There aren't. What you have here is the good nature of moral common sense of the free world and then you have the extremists that are trying to change all of that. The extremists have no patience for the fact that they consider us infidels, and they will gladly pull up to a bus stop and start shooting civilians as easily as they wish because they believe they're doing a great good and they have a great deal of passion for doing that good, what they believe is good. Meanwhile, back on planet Earth, the rest of us have to deal with the consequence of having these kinds of lunatics running around free. This is one of the reasons why, whether we get all of the hostages back or not, when the uh, temporary uh, pause that is currently in place is done, whether they've released all of the hostages or not, whether they've told us they have or not, we have to continue to eliminate Hamas from the face of the earth. There is not a single Hamas terrorist that can be allowed to walk uh, and breathe free air as long as they're committed to killing innocent people. 
They need to be corralled, they need to be jailed, or they need to be executed. But one way or the other, the world needs to be done with this scourge. And the, and the rationale is very simple. Uh, Lindsey Graham, Senator Lindsey Graham, in a press conference this morning said that uh, after 9-11, if somebody had told us that we needed to be understanding of our opponents who were trying to kill us on that day, we would tell them all to go to hell. There's a lot of truth to that. I'm sure that even Hillary Clinton felt that way when she was on her way to her lecture at Columbia College, to the Columbia University today, and she was confronted with people that were protesting that she was anti-Palestinian and anti-good uh, for democracy, etc. See, if the left and right uh, agree that what we are doing here is the right thing, that for the good of civilization, what we need to do is eliminate evil, then I'm okay in working with those people that I may be normally ideologically opposed to. Because if at least if they recognize that evil is evil, then I can work with them on eliminating it. That's a good thing. There may be lots of other things that we're going to disagree on. But here's my real concern. Here's my real problem. Across the country tonight, on college campus after college campus, in places like Columbia University and in the places of, of uh, open uh, traffic, like uh, last night at the New York's tree lighting, or last weekend's the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, when uh, complete morons superglued their hands to streets and then complained about the pain that they experienced when the NYPD pulled them off the street. Nobody told you to put super glue on your hands, you du you dummies. And nobody certainly told you to glue it to anything that was not going to be movable. Now, I know that makes me the person who lacks compassion. In some way, I'm supposedly the morally uh, suspicious person here. But I don't think there's anything morally suspicious about people who are willing to glue themselves to the streets to say that terrorists should have the rights to, to, should have the right to kill Israelis. It's not how it works. It's not how it should work. And here's the other troubling thing. Not only do we see on college campus after college campus, and in some ways in the streets and highways and byways of our largest cities, this thought taking hold, what we don't see nearly enough of are people like Lindsey Graham who are standing up and saying, we're not going to take this anymore. There is not an equivocation of values that can be found here. There's not one side that's just as bad as the other in this equation. No, one side is horrifically evil, and they want to kill everybody who disagrees with them. That's the Hamas side. So if you're marching in the streets today for some fictitious land called Palestine, which has never existed, you're on the side of the terrorist. You're promoting their agenda, and you're aligning with their values. Therefore, I have the right to say to you, bugger off. I don't need to see you. I don't want you in my face. We're not going to tolerate this expression in our presence. Now, I'm not saying take away their rights to free speech, but I am saying this. If this was the Ku Klux Klan, if this was the people that attacked us on 9-11, there is no way in Hades that we would be out there tolerating this with a straight face. In fact, this sad little story of the kid who painted his face half dark and half light for the Chiefs game and was doing the tomahawk chop. Turns out he's actually of Native American descent, and everybody that criticized him was wrong. And the African-American players on the Kansas City Chiefs had no problem doing the tomahawk chop with him. This kind of nonsense is ridiculous. But one, the one good thing from all of it is that it demonstrates that if the Ku Klux Klan posed any type of serious presence today, we would denounce it. and openly. My problem here 
is that we don't have elected officials, public figures that are willing to come out and denounce these lunatics. In fact, we have people that are taking the opposite approach. And this is truly disturbing. Later tonight, we're going to talk with Dr. Carol Lieberman. There's an entire trend of young women that somehow fell into this idea that they needed to be groupies for Osama bin Laden. They say that October the 7th was an awakening within them, and now they're joining Islam to go uh, be radically devoted to this uh, faith that will likely uh, surprise them in the days to come. Some of these girls coming from very non-traditional idea points beforehand may not be aware of exactly what they're tipping, dipping their toe into, but when they do, it's going to be a shock to the system. It's like the queers for Palestine holding up the sign. Sure, go ahead and hold the sign, but when you go and join the ranks, see how long they tolerate what you think that you are about. This is not the, the approach that needs to be going on, but what we're, what we're seeing is in this vacuum where there is no public presence where people are saying, this isn't good for you, where you don't have elected officials condemning on its face the horrors that this evil proposes, we're, we're, we're finding people slipping through the cracks. With words, the Biden administration has said some of the right things. It has been moderately pro-Israel since October 7th, but in actions, they have proven to be anything but. This is a problem. We can't slow walk help to our ally. We have to be full-throated in our endorsement of them and our support for them. My concern is, is that political winds are shifting and that elected leaders are beginning to cower because they don't know right from wrong and because no one's telling them that they're doing it wrong. I'll be the guy. I'll be the bad guy, but I'll be the guy. Kevin McCullough coming back. Stay with us. This November, Harry, God has chosen you to have a son. The king of all kings. The greatest story ever told. Can we? is now an epic Christmas musical for the whole family. You truly believe that this child is the chosen one. What is his name? Jesus. Journey to Bethlehem, rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. In theaters everywhere November 10. Soundtrack also available. Get tickets now at journeytobethlehem.com. I was a child when I was abducted by the Arabs. My parents used to own livestock and my mother would do all the cooking for us. I don't remember the year that I was captured. There had never been any problems in our village. Then one day, all of a sudden, we heard that there were Arabs attacking Dinka villages throughout the south. We were so worried we could not even sleep at night. It was a big concern to my mother and my father. We were told that these Arabs were heavily armed and would kill all the animals and people when they would attack. We were very scared. Then one morning, they attacked our village. We scattered in different directions and I ran, but I was captured. My entire village was burned down and I've never seen a member of my family since. Then I was taken north into slavery. My eyes saw horrific things on that trip to the north. Women were raped right in front of us. Men were beaten 
and four men were killed because they tried to fight back. They were shot dead before our eyes. Once at the slave master's house, I was pretty much starved and worked brutal hours every single day doing difficult and very, very hard work. There was no relief. And then they raped me. My slave master did not think of me as a human. He would not even let me go to the hospital when I fell sick. And one day I heard that there was a slave retriever from CSI close by. How I wanted to be free. That retriever secured my freedom. And thank God I was able to return to South Sudan. Thank you to each of you who helped the slaves be free. But please don't stop until we get them all. And may I just add that we are so thankful that you have been part of the team that has helped us liberate more than 45 slaves this year already. Of the 192 that are on the list, 45 of them uh, have been liberated, and we have more that we are about to embark upon to do. You may know the violence in, in Sudan is very dangerous right now, and yet our slave liberators are more committed than ever to getting them out. Uh, to get them to safety and to get them to uh, be reunited with their family. If you'd like to help us, here's the number, 888-342-1010, or go to bringherhome.org for all the details. Bringherhome.org, bringherhome.org. Help us put an end to slavery in this lifetime, 888-342-1010. The summer of 2024 will mark the 80th anniversary of the liberation of Europe, D-Day. But what happened in the hours leading up to the invasion in London from Churchill and Eisenhower's perspective? How did the troops feel as they crossed the channel from Portsmouth to Normandy? And what was it like liberating the City of Light, Paris? We will retrace these steps in June of 2024, and on July 4th, stand in the American Cemetery and honor those who fell. Would you join us? We have only limited seats available. Kevin McCullough asking you to personally come. Colette handles the details like flights, most meals, hotels, and local experiences. Your job is to just have the time of your life. So go to thatkevintour.com and check out the trip for yourself. Thatkevintour.com. Thatkevintour.com. Or call 1-800-581-8942 or thatkevintour.com. Is the song with joyful ring of caroling? One seems to hear words of good cheer from everywhere, filling the air. Merry, while people sing songs of good cheer, Christmas is here. Merry, 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 merry Christmas. Merry, 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 merry Christmas. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. Welcome back. A lot of the stories and subjects that we've covered have dealt with the ongoing kind of mind-bending that it looks like is happening in the world around us when it comes to the debate over um, Israel and Hamas. I would have never thought just a year or so ago that you would have had large demonstrations on behalf of a terrorist group, and yet almost as every day goes by, even last night here in my city, you had Hamas supporters trying to take down the lighting of the Christmas tree. There's also a, another trend that's disturbing, and it is an impacting young Western women 
particularly of the millennial age, to not just support Hamas, but to even convert to Islam. In fact, I was reading some of these accounts uh, earlier today, and my jaw was really hitting the floor. Here to discuss is Dr. Carol Lieberman. She's a uh, Beverly Hills-based psychiatrist, and she understands human behavior quite well. Dr. Lieberman, welcome. It's good to have you. Um, grateful for you to be with us here on SNC tonight. Women that would 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 look at what they saw on their TV sets just on October seventh, and then somehow say that that was a that was an awakening in their psyche, and they needed to go join the nation, the 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 faith of Islam, and that this was an inspiration to begin practicing that faith is a trend that's happening. What is going on? Yes. Well, let me just uh, preface it by saying that, uh, you know, on 9-11, well, I'm a born and bred New Yorker, although I live in California now. And when 9-11 happened, um, I became what I call the terrorist therapist. And I have been helping people since then, you know, 22 years, to cope with the memories of 9-11 and to try to warn them <laughs> that terrorists are not done that their goal for a thousand years is to um, is to have global jihad and have everyone under Sharia law. So the fact that in America now, first it started with, um, well, October 7th, but that kind of, it's the oppressed and the oppressors. But uh, on TikTok, it started with um, so-called influencers putting up uh, Obama, Os Osama's uh, letter to America. And they right. picked out the anti-Semitic parts, not, you know, it's a, it was a much bigger letter than that, but they picked out the anti-Semitic parts. And then the next thing that happened was um, that, as you were saying, that women, not only did they make, did they become groupies of Osama bin Laden, but they are converting um, to radical Islam. Now, obviously, they don't know what they're talking about. It's ignorance and it's the schools that teach them uh, the wrong view of history, both in terms of Israel and primarily in terms of terrorism. I mean, you know, we don't, in the mainstream media here, we don't see what is happening. They don't show what is happening in Europe. But in Europe, overtaken by migrants, France, England, uh, Belgium, Germany, they are having attacks um, every single day. And that is essentially the, the um, radical Islamists are moving their way towards America. I mean, they're actually in America with the southern border and the, and the northern border being the way they are. And, and you know, and last night, the, uh, the Christmas tree, that was, I mean, it was, it was mind-blowing. But in a way, there was a good thing. Because um, all the people who are complacent and thinking, oh, you know, it's just the Jews, it's just Israel, it's just the Middle East, we don't have to worry about this. No. <laughs> Radical Islamists want to get rid of, kill everyone who, who is an infidel, what they consider an infidel, meaning who doesn't believe in radical Islam, meaning Christians as well as Jews. Well, this is where we're at. And I'm just curious, um, Dr. Lieberman, as a psychiatrist, if you could break down the the process of these girls that are that are going from the groupie syndrome to actually stepping into saying that they want to join this life, I'm going to guess, and just call me old-fashioned and very curmudgeon but I'm going to guess that in about 
five or 10 years when they realized that this wasn't the all enlightening experience that they thought it was going to be, that they're probably going to have a lot of regrets. And if they've worked themselves into an unfortunate uh, marriage to one of these goons in some way, um, they're, they're really going to be hating on life. But how, what makes them vulnerable? What makes them um, targetable by the radicals to say, hey, we're, we're, we're spreading an agenda of hate and murder and um, and all these other things, and you need to be part of it. And and what's causing them to buy into this? Well, you know, it's sort of a perfect storm of things. Um, for one thing, after the, uh, the lockdowns, um, we have not returned, nobody, not just these young women, but we have not returned to who we were before. There's a lot of mm -hmm. anger, a lot of um, division. There's a lot of confusion. It's the same kind of thing. You know, it's so interesting. Like I was talking about the, the women who um, posted these things on TikTok. It's kind of like people becoming trans. And, you know, they post these things on, on TikTok, other social media. Oh, today I got hormones. Tomorrow I'm getting surgery, blah, 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 to get attention, to get likes. And, and they're so clueless as to how serious this really is. And also, mm. of course, Part of it is parents. A lot of it is the schools. I mean, our universities have been turned upside down, and this didn't happen overnight. Um, and the only way we're going to get back to some kind of sense of reason is um, to make consequences. You know, there haven't been consequences. Even the people who disrupted the um, Thanksgiving parade, Macy's Thanksgiving parade, yes, they, some of them were arrested. But then what? You know, we're gonna, are they going to be let out the same day, probably? Um, we need consequences for all these things. Same thing for the schools, the colleges, the presidents of the colleges and the teachers. And even in elementary schools, our elementary schools are turning into madrasas, you know, teaching kids to, to, um, to become terrorists, basically, to align with terrorists. Well, it's it's a it's a remarkably disturbing picture that uh, we are painting here, but I think it's one that's accurate. And I don't know, uh, Dr. Lieberman, when I when I saw those uh, people at the Thanksgiving Day parade super glue their hands to the street and then cry out in pain when the police had to come and remove them, I know that it makes me a very bad human being to say that there was a little bit of joy that I got out of that. But I'm tired of these people wrecking our lives. And yes. that's what they are dedicated to doing right now. And I don't think that society is mad enough about what they're doing. We're not we're not pushing back from from publicly held offices. And I think it's going to take we the people saying enough's enough before this stuff comes to an end. Yes, yes, absolutely. It's not going to come from the Obama Biden White House. They are just watching all of this, you know, happen. Um, I don't know where they think they're going to go when America is totally destroyed, you know, Epstein's Island or what. But um, but yes, this there has to. I was think I think about that every day. Where are where are our elected officials? You know, where are the people? There was something this morning about a veteran. I mean, this isn't the first time this happened, but uh, there was another story about it this morning about a veteran being kicked out of a of an old age home to have migrants put in there instead. Oh. I, I mean. Things are happening. People, good people, are, are their lives are being devastated, and nobody seems yeah. to be doing anything about it. Well, I will say this: I didn't vote for him, and I'm not a big supporter of uh, Mayor Eric Adams. But on the issue of not tolerating Hamas support uh, in the public school walkouts and in the public policy of the uh, New York of the city of New York, he's been very clear that he's he stands with Israel. We need more public officials to do that going forward. Dr. Carol Lieberman, always appreciate your insights. Thank you for being with us and thanks for sharing us uh, your thoughts. My pleasure.
You got it. Calvin McCullough coming right back. Available now from Dynamis Books, Wounded Tiger by T. Martin Bennett, the compelling true redemption story of Mitsuo Fujita, the Japanese pilot who led the surprise attack on Pearl Harbor in World War II. Wounded Tiger is a thoroughly researched account that reads like a novel, an immersive experience with more than 300 photos, including historical archives, maps, personal letters, and official documents. Wounded Tiger by T. Martin Bennett from Dynamis Books, available in stores and online now. Go to WoundedTiger.com now to read the first chapters for free of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I'm older and I have more energy, just like all the commercials that I see on TV. So it really is a help uh, to my well-being. I'm 80 years old. I clean up after 450 kids in a cafeteria for three hours. And then I clean 300 steps. And then I, I vacuum carpets and clean halls in five hours because you know, for an 80 year old, that's a lot to do. And I still have energy after work. I consider it a, a great success. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. For a limited time this summer, get $25 off your first order as a preferred customer, plus a free fruits and veggies travel set with free shipping and our money back guarantee. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KMC. Are you or a loved one battling cancer? Discover Oasis of Hope, an alternative treatment hospital where faith and medicine combine for effective healing. Listen to this testimonial from Michelle Tucker, a cancer victor. The third time I was diagnosed with breast cancer, it had spread to my pancreas, and my doctor had given me four weeks to live. I went to Oasis of Hope, and six years later, I am alive and well. Michelle's story is replicated hundreds of times over, including in the McCullough household. Hi, Kevin McCullough. I thoroughly endorse the Oasis of Hope, and I think you'll find the help that you're looking for. Call 888-500-4673 for a medical consultation and free magazine. Call 888-500-4673. That's 888-500-4673. Oasis of Hope does not guarantee specific outcomes or results. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com, promo code. KMC. The most anticipated rock holiday tradition returns. Trans Siberian Orchestra, live in 
concert. Coming to a city near you. A legendary blend of rock, classical, and holiday music for the entire family. Don't miss Trans-Siberian Orchestra, live in concert. The Ghosts of Christmas Eve. Go to TSOTickets.com for info. This November, Harry, God has chosen you to have a son. The king of all kings. The greatest story ever told. Can we? Can we? Is now an epic Christmas musical for the whole family. You truly believe that this child is the chosen one. What is his name? Jesus. Journey to Bethlehem. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. In theaters everywhere November 10. Soundtrack also available. Get tickets now at journeytobethlehem.com. Amplifying truth and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us and always excited to have Shelly Goldberg back with us. Uh, Shelly, it's that holiday season and there's some great things to think about. What are we talking about today? Okay, well, Kevin, uh, I started to think about this topic, A, because of the holiday season. And then I noticed that my friend... And her husband, who uh, recently made a move from New York to Florida, I was watching them and I realized, oh my gosh, all their stress is not coming from the move, the actual move, and uh, it's not coming from looking for a place to live. It's the clutter, the absolute clutter <laughs> that they hadn't sifted through in maybe 20 or 30 years that was, was causing so much stress. So much anxiety, uh, decisions about what's keep, what's a pack, and the cost, the extra cost when you're putting, you know, things that you really didn't need in the first place into boxes. And I started to think about, wow, how clutter really affects our our lives, our children's lives, and in fact, it happens to be one of those critical life skills that you really want to teach your kids. Sure. So. And doing some research for your wonderful audience, and especially because holiday time <laughs> is upon us, all right? Uh, here are some of the major reasons to think about decluttering and making it a priority, all right? And by the way, it doesn't matter the size of your space. I don't care if it's a studio apartment or a house with, you know, 10 bedrooms. You need to declutter. Number one, your house will look better. Two, you'll be happier because you're going to be surrounded by things you actually love and things that have meaning, Right. not things that you picked up and you can't figure out what's this doing here. Three, you're going to feel less anxious because anxiety and depression, Kevin, is linked to clutter. There are tons of studies that link it to clutter. Also, the inability to focus, uh, having difficulty with follow through. There's a lot of research, again, that links this to just tons of clutter. Four, you're going to save time because you'll be able to find things. Five, you're going to sleep better. It's wonderful to go to sleep at night, not have a messy kitchen, not look at your living room and say, oh, my gosh, this place, you know, um, just has too many things because it affects your sleep. It literally creeps into your sleep. You'll have more space. It's easier to find things. It's easier to maintain and clean. You're going to 
spend less money. You're going to save money. It also encourages gratitude when you have less stuff. I mean, I have a vision, you know, we're all going to see it, you know, at Christmas and the holiday time, but you, certainly I've seen it at a million birthday parties where there's a young child kind of tearing into one present after another with no real regard, appreciation or gratitude for the importance of, of, of that, of that one gift. Right. So, right. So these are things that we really want to, you know, keep our eye on and, the most important, the most important takeaway just for this conversation is you don't declutter in one sitting. It's an ongoing practice. Literally, it's an ongoing practice. You're going to do it for the rest of your life. You know, it's it could be once a week. It could be Saturdays. You know, it could be certain holidays. You can pick the days. If you have to think about anything, physical clutter equals emotional clutter. Huh. They're very intertwined. All right. So. Ask yourself when you're looking at things, and mom and dad, the reason I'm talking to you today is because your children are watching you. Yeah. We're going to follow up conversations. We're going to talk about how you do this specifically with your kids. But right now, as an overview, your kids are watching you, mom and dad. So if they see that you take this seriously, they're going to incorporate it just naturally. All right. So number one, you just want to ask yourself, do I love this item? Do I need it? Is it useful? Why? Just a big why with a question mark. And then kind of maybe put your hand on your heart and ask yourself, how does giving away this item make me feel? How does it make my body feel, my heart feel, my brain feel? Is it something I'm responding to intellectually? Gee, I might need this, you know, someday. Or is it, I love this. It brings back such warm memories to me. Get clear on where it's coming from, the, you know, the heart of the head. All right. Uh, Kevin, I'm just curious, has this played a part at all in your life? No, clutter, the declutter. When you were saying that uh, your friends, as they were moving, now the, the lovely bride and I have moved um, two or three times in the course of our 20 years. And I will say every time that we have, we have gotten better at getting rid of things. But I know that in the life of my kids, um, my 11 year old in particular, uh, who's always had a little bit of a trouble with keeping his room straight. He just two weeks ago just got on this kick where he's like, I'm going to get my room straightened up. I'm going to get it cleaned out. I'm going to get it and I keep it that way. And he has. I, I look forward to these conversations and seeing the benefits uh, helping others as well. Shelly, as always, thank you so much for your good work. Thank you, Kevin, to be continued. Decluttering. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back. A Stay young here. mother labeled impure. A shepherd boy considered unclean. Experience Jesus' birth through their eyes this season with Christmas with the Chosen, Holy Night. The specially remastered story is only in theaters from December 12th to 17th, including a never-before-seen performance from Andrea and Matteo Bocelli, seven musical performances, and two new monologues. Christmas with the Chosen, Holy Night is the perfect way to celebrate the hope and joy of Christmas. Learn more at fathomevents.com. For those of you that know, we have been doing all that we can to help liberate human trafficking and human slaves uh, with Christian Solidarity International this year. It's our annual cause, and we have 192 names of women that need our assistance this year. Uh, women that have experienced some excruciating things. And I want to say thank you to those of you that have already called, 888-342-1010. Uh, we have helped liberate uh, more than a dozen now this year. But I want to tell you the story of Ayak. Ayak uh, 
was born in northern Sudan. She was born into slavery. Her mother and father had been taken from South Sudan when they were just young kids. Uh, and she grew up as a slave's uh, child. She saw her mother regularly be beaten by her Arab slave master. Then there was the day that her father was told to go to the farm to work, but because of how sick he was, he physically couldn't walk. His master got so angry at him, he said, you dirty, dirty, dirty dog. If you don't go to the farm, you will die. He couldn't walk. So the Arab master shot my father dead right in front of me, says Ayak when she tells her story later. Uh, as she was growing up and getting a little bit older, that master sold her out to another master who raped her repeatedly, who forced her to uh, commit uh, genital mutilation on herself, and who told her that uh, she would not get to keep the children that she had from that slave master. Uh, she would do hard work every day, carry water, long distances, uh, clean clothing, clean things in the house, uh, take abuse from the Arab master's wife. She said, I have seen so many slaves in the area who face the same thing as me. She said, but then one day a retriever found me. I was walking to the well to fetch water. He asked me to leave and go with him. His name was Osman Bashir, and he had many men with him. They took me to his camp and brought me back to South Sudan. Friends, that's the story of an actual liberation of an actual slave. And that's the people that we help when you call 888-342-1010. There are 175 women that we know we can yet save this year. We just need your help. 888-342-1010. 888-342-1010. Help us liberate every slave right now. For $250, you not only affect their liberation, but you set them up with everything they need for a new life uh, in their home in South Sudan, uh, including grain, seed, utensils, uh, other things that they need to create uh, a life for themselves. And you do it when you call 888-342-1010. Or go to bringherhome.org. A young mother labeled impure, a shepherd boy considered unclean, Experience Jesus' birth through their eyes this season with Christmas with the Chosen, Holy Night. The specially remastered story is only in theaters from December 12th to 17th, including a never-before-seen performance from Andrea and Matteo Bocelli, seven musical performances, and two new monologues. Christmas with the Chosen, Holy Night, is the perfect way to celebrate the hope and joy of Christmas. Learn more at fathomevents.com. Across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us, and always pleased to have uh, Katie McFarland back with us as she has advised uh, many presidents, uh, many administrations on national security and foreign policy. Her expertise is kind of unmatched in the uh, arena of punditry, and so I, I really appreciate the fact that she carves out time for us each week. KT, they extended the ceasefire, the temporary truce, if you will, so that more of these um, terrorists can be traded for true hostages. Um, I said to my listeners earlier this week that I'm <clears throat> a little bit sickened at even how people like Sky News and others are kind of 
equivocating these exchanges as being somewhat equal. Um, and it seems like the Israeli officials that are that are being interviewed on some of those shows are as well. There is a difference between the quality of people that are changing hands here, is there not? Look, the Hamas took babies and grannies. They didn't take men. They didn't take military-age men. They went for grannies and babies. And that's who the hostages are that they're dribbling out. And in exchange for each granny or baby, they get three Palestinian terrorists who are in Israeli jails, people who've been convicted of crimes. These are people who were in Hamas or had been convicted of violent crimes, murder, etc., in Israel. So that's the trade. It's not hostages for hostages. It's hostages in exchange for terrorists. Secondly, Hamas is getting a humanitarian assistance, but it's not going to the Palestinians. Hamas is distributing that, that humanitarian aid however they choose. They're keeping it for themselves. They're not giving it to their people. And then finally, and what I worry about is that the longer the ceasefire goes on and the longer the Hamas sort of dribbles out a few hostages a day, is that, that Hamas uses this time to regroup, to rearm, to reposition its leader, military leadership. And then at a certain point, let's say the ceasefire extends for 20, 30 days, and maybe half of the hostages are released. Then what happens if Israel resumes military operations? Israel will be blamed. Israel will be blamed for breaking the ceasefire. And so somehow Hamas, which started this by murdering families and taking babies and grannies, they're going to be the good guys in this. I mean, just two days ago, the New York Times, in the article saying that the four-year-old daughter who had been released to her grandparents, it said, the four-year-old daughter released to her grandparents, her parents had been killed in a cross-border operation, October 7th. Cross-border operation. What does that mean? They're, they're already starting to say that it's equivalent, as you point out, and that they're already forgetting what happened yeah. to the Israelis who were murdered and slaughtered. So, and, and I'm glad that you clarified all that for me, because <clears throat> as I said yesterday when I was uh, going through this, I said, you know, I am, I am deeply, deeply grateful that we are seeing the pictures of the Israeli children being reunited with their families. I, I feel like that is a deeply good thing and that we should feel good about that. But I don't feel happy about the fact that these exchanges are going on. And I'm not going to, I don't want, and it's almost as like, it's almost as though I, the, the media almost wants us to in the spirit of you know the, the holidays or something like put a put a big happy smile on all this and say look uh, good things are happening no good things are not happening when you're releasing murderers and that's who these that's who these palestinian prisoners that are being released that's basically the charge that they were all convicted of attempted murder or murder stabbing people attacking people inside of israel's sovereign territory doing so from a terroristic perspective that is horrible and the fact that many of these children are coming home after having been traumatized after having been uh, raped assaulted who else knows what all happened to them in captivity this is not a bright happy shining moment no and and it's also important to remember what, what does gaza want what do the hamas want when they chant from the river to the sea. They want from the Jordan River all the way to the Mediterranean Sea. They want all the Jews killed. 
they want the nation of Israel, which is what occupies that land, the Israelis, that's their territory. They want Israel to be destroyed. And they, they, it's not like they want to compromise. Their whole goal, their whole reason for living is to get Israel out of historic Israeli lands. You know, and they say, well, Israel occupies us. No, it doesn't. Israel's not any, it's not occupying Gaza. There's no Israeli military except for the ones who have just gone in in response to the October 7th attacks. So it's all the, the narrative. They keep spinning the narrative. And what I worry about is that the world, which was horrified, by what it saw October 7th, is starting to forget. Yeah. And as you say, the, the pictures, and that's the the image that Hamas understands. They know that they can't win militarily, they can't win economically, but they can win politically with the spin machine because the pictures of the horrible pictures of Israelis being slaughtered has now been replaced by Israeli grannies and children running into the arms of their loved ones. And so somehow we're supposed to think it's, as you say, it's equivalent or somehow the Palestinians are the good guys here. It's just, it's the narrative has been flipped and it's really dangerous. So let me ask you, day, yeah. this, this ceasefire hit very, quite a few bumps, just even getting started in terms of the hostage release. And I think that that was all legitimately, like totally calculated by Hamas in terms of how they did that. The Biden administration found itself having to get involved and now the president has claimed that, you know, it was his involvement that is even allowing this to go forward. Let's say worst case scenario happens and this comes to an end where only some of the hostages got released. Israel decides it's got to continue to clean up or even all the hostages get released. Does Israel continue to clean out the Hamas dreg that is left in the in the in the Gaza Strip? Well, that's my big worry. It needs to. Hamas needs to be not just cut back, not just mow the lawn, but it needs to be it needs to be eradicated it, for the sake of the Palestinian people as much as for anybody. And is Israel going to be allowed to do that? And that's my worry is that now the, the world public opinion has shifted. And the Europeans and even President Biden 48 hours ago said, well, we want this ceasefire to be extended. If ceasefire extended means that Hamas does not get destroyed. It means that it lives to fight another day. And that's what they want. Because, again, they know they can't win in any other way than in a code of public opinion. I'm already thinking ahead to say, okay, if Israel is not allowed to finish this job, if Hamas comes back in six months, a year, does the same sort of, quote, cross-border operation and slaughters babies and families, um, what does Israel do then? And if President... Biden is already pushing Israel for a permanent ceasefire. That means Israel's going to be in a very difficult position. This November, Harry, God has chosen you to have a son. The king of all kings. The greatest story ever told. Can we? Can we? Is now an epic Christmas musical for the whole family. You truly believe that this child is the chosen one. What is his name? Jesus. Journey to Bethlehem. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. In theaters everywhere November 10th. Soundtrack also available. Get tickets now at journeytobethlehem.com. Hello, I'm Mike Vindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep Almost immediately, I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. 
I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to mypillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's mypillow.com promo code KMC. The summer of 2024 will mark the 80th anniversary of the liberation of Europe, D Day. But what happened in the hours leading up to the invasion in London from Churchill and Eisenhower's perspective? How did the troops feel as they crossed the channel from Portsmouth to Normandy? And what was it like liberating the City of Light, Paris? We will retrace these steps in June of 2024, and on July 4th, stand in the American Cemetery and honor those who fell. Would you join us? We have only limited seats available. Kevin McCullough asking you to personally come. Colette handles the details like flights, most meals, hotels, and local experiences. Your job is to just have the time of your life. So go to thatkevintour.com and check out the trip for yourself. Thatkevintour.com. Thatkevintour.com. Or call 1-800-581-8942 or thatkevintour.com. The most anticipated rock holiday tradition returns. Trans-Siberian Orchestra, live in concert. Coming to a city near you. A legendary blend of rock, classical, and holiday music for the entire family. Don't miss Trans-Siberian Orchestra, live in concert. The Ghosts of Christmas Eve. Go to TSOTickets.com for info. Yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. What you need to know when you need it. Kevin McCullough Radio. I want to go back to what we were talking about with Dr. Carol Lieberman. This trend of women being seduced by this kind of idiotic idea that Islam is going to somehow satisfy them, where they go about voluntarily wearing head coverings and kind of aligning with things that I'm not sure they fully understand. I would expect some degree of ignorance from the 20-something college crowd. That's kind of what they do now. They act first and think later, which does not work out well for them, but at least they can blame it on their youth. But former Sex and the City star Cynthia Nixon is not in her 20s, nor is she in college. Nor should she probably have been on Jeopardy last night. Did you see how it went down? She, she flubbed the final answer for Final Jeopardy. Uh, the question was very simple. Uh, she was asked about uh, what uh, unique building in, uh, Washington, in the Washington, D.C. area, despite having 17.5 miles of hallways, that you could walk anywhere in the building in under five minutes because of the concentric nature of how it's laid out. Would you have missed that question? The other two people on Celebrity Jeopardy last night both accurately got that it was the Pentagon. Cynthia Nixon said it was the VA hospital. Okay. But that was the end of a long day that had not been very good for Ms. Nixon. Because earlier in the day, she announced that she was going on an official hunger strike on behalf of the Hamas terrorists. 
that unless they got the ceasefire that they were looking for permanently, she's not going to eat in the days to come. Now, I think this is a foolish move on a lot of different levels. First of all, I don't know anybody that cares that much about what a 60-year-old celebrity has to say about whether or not they're going to eat. If you're a grown adult, you get to pick the time and place in which you eat, and I'm not really going to worry about whether or not you're capable of doing that on your own. What I am going to worry about are uh, Israeli innocent children and women that were kidnapped getting back to their families. I'm going to worry about the fact that some of these children weren't even kidnapped. They were just turned into charcoal by these animals and that we can't ever allow that to happen again. But she doesn't seem concerned with that. No, she seems more concerned with saying that she's going to align herself with Hamas and that unless the Hamas goal of getting a permanent ceasefire goes into effect, that she's going to starve herself of food going forward. Okay, do that. But do you understand what you are saying, Cynthia Nixon? Do you understand the people that you are aligning yourself with? I know you think it's very kind of cool to be against Israel for some reason. And I don't know why, because as an open lesbian, Israel has pride parades in Tel Aviv uh, during Pride Month. I don't know why, as an open lesbian, you would want to align yourself with terrorists who cut the heads off of lesbians and push male homosexuals off the top of buildings. This is what they do in that world because that's what they think of the involvement of the activity that you're involved in. But at the end of the day, I, I can only assume that maybe you know that. We as Americans need to be concerned about this. We need to speak up. I'm Kevin McCullough. Have a good night.